0: you uh... but because I wanted to keep them with me. She had a
1: Spanish test the next day and she thought that I horrified about and I went down the road throwing the briefcase, the, the, the crutches, the rope, the just tossing them out the window and the crowbar, everything, the everything. I got to get mad at myself a few weeks later because I'd have to go out and buy another pair. Some
0: people go crazy at that point. I felt it. It was one hell of a tweak. I mean, to just flip out and not know where I was. So warped by his evil impulses that he even took a victim's head with him to work at the Ambrosia Chocolate Factory. To be walking up the stairs with a camera bag that belonged to a young woman that had her severed head in it. Walking up to my apartment past a happy young couple coming down the stairs who nodded and smiled at me. Because, you know, most of them don't assume you're you're actually going to to, to kill them. As they went by, good evening, and they're going out on a date where I'd love to be going. And I'm aware of both of these realities and the,
1: dis- the distance between those two is so dramatic, so amazing, so violent. It's a sensation I'm tying that scarf around your neck and, and just watching you have- I kept the, uh, the mummified uh, head and skull of one of the victims case in my locker at work maybe you would have gone about it in a gentle way is there a gentle way yeah oh, then i tried to uh,
0: keep the person alive by inducing a zombie like state one victim let me back in the car i locked myself out
1: she opened the door for me my gun was under the seat what in the hell am i doing telling you that Had to be tied to a board at and kept, uh huh. Where would you like that place to be?
0: Wait, 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 tied
1: to a board at, yeah, just tied to a board. You're in a, you gotta be tied to a board somewhere, you know. How long? Um, uh, well, it's it's for the rest of your life, pretty much, you know,
0: for the rest of my life,
1: yeah, but your life's only gonna last like a few days.
0: Uh... I guess. Gosh, basically, you're asking me where I want to die. Where I would want to die.
1: Uh, yes, yes. That's, that's why I'm trying to ask you without being so gloom and dark. And, fi- Try to make it where it's, you know, it's where it's fantasy at least.
0: Well, it's not really my fantasy to just die, but, uh, I suppose if. You know, push came to shove and something terrible happened. Mm-hmm. And I was tied to a board for a small amount of time mm-hmm. before my death. Mm-hmm. I'd probably just want to be, like, tied to a board on my bed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> on your own bed?
0: On a... No. <laughs> on a bed.
1: On a bed. Okay.
0: I don't want my mom to have to, like, associate my bed with my death. Yeah. Yeah. So, a comfortable bed. Okay. I mean, you know. I don't know. I don't...
1: <laughs> this is Dude Worse my killer. <laughs> Hi, guys.
0: Welcome.
1: Uh, I'm your host, with the Genius, and that's my co-host.
0: Haley Rigsby, the confused
1: girlfriend. <laughs> so, this is the uh, first couple of true crime... Um we got to get to uh our part two of our series on uh the most fucked up serial kill of all time. Woohoo, <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: heck yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Candyman. Oh my god, the candyman of Houston. The true candyman. I think that, I don't I guess we don't even have to say of Houston. He's just the one and only candyman, candy yeah. He's the one and only candyman there. hmm.
0: I'm not talking about the candyman from the Christina Aguilera song.
1: No, oh, see, this guy is worse than a milk guy.
0: Ooh. Uh, do you okay? Here's a question. Okay. Is the Candyman a milk guy? Because I don't yeah, think he I is. I think he's
1: worse than a milk guy.
0: What's worse than a milk guy?
1: The Candyman. Nope. <laughs> candy mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: No, I'll tell you what's worse than a milk guy. I'll tell you what's worse than a dairy milk guy. Uh huh. Someone that goes into like a like a Red Robin or an O'Charlies or something and asks mm-hmm. for a glass of. Almond milk.
1: I think this guy would go more to a long John Silvers and ask for that.
0: Oh. Ew. Yeah. I can guarantee you that there is not a stitch of almond milk in a in a long John Silvers. Oh
1: well we'll be seeing on this episode. Okay. <laughs> uh so for those that wasn't up on our last episode on Dean Cole and is a first-time listener, or I hope that you're not going to be a first-time listener on this, some of these episodes. Go back to Razor remote, the good times.
0: Yeah, that's a fun <laughs> go episode. To, the
1: good, go back to the good fun times. <laughs> this episode right here is going to be fucked up. Our last few episodes you need to skip over. Don't tell people that. <laughs> Only if you don't want to see fucked up stuff. Some people don't want to hear
0: this is this is a series. It's called "Dude, Where's My Killer." I don't think pe- pe- people are thinking that this is a podcast about puppies. Which, by the way, I think would be great.
1: This would be a good podcast on puppies. Just we just randomly just go to puppies around the Nashville area and just pet them and go back and podcast about it. Be like, this puppy is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's the all. That's the only episode. Be just. I this puppy was really cool.
0: Like I pet this puppy. The human was not very nice, but the <laughs> dog was just five stars. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I guess. I guess you. Could, if you want to listen back and see how fucked up we can get, um, let's like back the last few episodes.
0: Or if you enjoy listening to a second part of a two part series without having any context, you just keep on listening. <laughs>
1: all right well again uh follow us at dude where's my killer on instagram facebook group is dude where's my killer um gmail dude where's my killer at gmail.com it's here's
0: your killer at
1: (laughs) (laughs) gmail.com i should have never created that email.
0: the only emails that are in that are from google checking in like Hey, no one's emailed you
1: yet. Is everything okay? It almost seems like you made a fake email account. Almost seems like this is for a podcast with
0: just a very minimal
1: amount of listens. We got a good amount of listens. Yeah, but you we get know. a good amount of listens. We just don't get a good amount of listener feedback. We're no. How did this
0: get
1: made? Well, yeah. Well, well, well have you ever starred on a on a movie or, ser- or series television series?
0: Uh, I was on an episode of How Did This Get Made? You know this. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, I've never starred in a movie or television series.
0: I haven't either, but you know, I, I mean, was... I wasn't—I
1: wasn't a film playing a Joker type character once.
0: I did high school theater, mm-hmm. and as I as I previously stated, I was. On an episode of How Did This Get Made? <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie to you, it's the proudest moment of my life.
1: <laughs> these these credentials is just stacking up for you.
0: I know. we am sounded more and more official by the minute. <laughs> for the record, Paul Shear really vibed with what I said. I think so too. I'm, I'm, you know.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess with all that said, all that house cleaning done, um, uh, if you do want to comment, give us five stars. If not, two stars. If not, three stars. If not, four stars. One star,
0: maybe? No. no give us star? a five star review. <laughs> Don't listen to him. Give us a five star review.
1: I just want a star in my life. Give me a star. Give
0: him a five stars. <laughs> Silly,
1: oh, you silly! <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, I guess it's time for us to stop fucking around and get to the this. I think that's a good plan. This is gonna be fucked up. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh man, this is gonna be an intense one. Okay. So to start off, this I kind of want to start off with the cop situation in Houston. Just okay. to start off right off the back. Because uh-huh. um, if you, for the people again that aren't new to this show. Houston's kind of what art is kind of like our place to cover. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's not that we do Houston it. A, it's not like we've covered Texas a lot as a whole. Mm-hmm. It's specifically Houston.
1: Yeah. It's not like a Houston or a Texas podcast. It's just literally Houston just has some of the most fucked up murders. What
0: is that,
1: Houston? <laughs> Houston, it's, you know, Houston Houston killers are just like, we go all in. It's just like, we do it bigger in Texas like they say. I guess. We do it bigger in Texas. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know why. Houston just has some of the most fucked up murders for some reason, so. You know, God bless
0: Texas with his own hand.
1: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> You know what?
0: Do do you not know that song? No. I
1: figured. (laughs) All right. So Houston cops at the time numbered 2,200 cops.
0: Okay. 2,200 in Houston,
1: Texas at the time. So that's not.
0: That doesn't sound a like a
1: lot. Not a lot. My high school. That's that's less people that, that then went to my high school.
0: Okay, uh, <laughs> I can't say that. I think yeah. I, that's
1: because you went to a, a very very small school.
0: I did. My I think my graduating class had maybe. See, it was probably around like two hundred, but I feel like it was like fifty. But there's so, there's there's probably like fifty people I remember, if
1: the. Well, I'm saying like that. Like a whole entire school. Oh leaving.
0: yeah. A whole entire school was probably around five hundred.
1: Yeah. So that I mean what, you say the population of Fairview has to be over two thousand, maybe? Um I
0: am I'm,
1: Maybe. I'm not good at that. Well the thing is is that this is I mean, Houston's, Houston's a, huge, a huge is a huge city. It's a huge city. And at this time really huge. It's probably one of the biggest cities in Texas. It still is. Not like up if not like top free. And they only have two thousand, you know, a little over two thousand cops.
0: Mm-hmm. What 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 time was this again? What year was this?
1: So this is the nineteen seventies.
0: Oh okay. this is the early seventies. Um early seventies, I don't you know, two thousand cops in the early seventies. I think that 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 makes a little more sense.
1: No, it's, it it this is this is a city that has like a million people in it, you know.
0: At the time. Yeah. Hm.
1: It's all Houston's always been a big city, been yeah, a big city. You know, it's it's not one of those cities that boom with population growth like, you know, Nashville did or something well, like that. I mean, yeah, but but it's just always been a big city. It's always been a city that's attracted people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. This is a very small cop amount. Yeah. And to w- get to that amount.
0: I wonder how many they have today.
1: I don't know. It's a good. I didn't. I'm not looking up that information. Well, right. I
0: know. I'm, I'm just I'm wondering. not
1: looking up that information right now.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm pondering just, it. You
1: can do it yourself. You, you want, want me to do it? Nah. Nah. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> we, got, okay we, got guys, a lot, we got a lot more fucked I
0: asked, it, stuff, I asked a question and y'all are going to just have to hang with
1: me. <laughs> we'll get to it on the next episode. Because this part, this part is going to definitely make you go wow. At that, they only had forty-two homicide detectives.
0: Forty-two homicide detectives. Mm-hmm. How many? How many homicides were happening in Houston at the time?
1: Oh, it was the it was one of the most murderous cities in the uh, God. in the in America. It's at the point I saw a statistic; it had more. Deaths in it in the nineteen in nineteen like like nineteen sixty or something like that. Not this time period, but like in nineteen sixty or something like that. It had more deaths than like all of England.
0: Holy crap! Yeah. Wow. Or
1: um, more murders, not deaths, but yeah. murders. More I mean, murders. And... Mm-hmm. Damn.
0: Okay.
1: So, they had forty-two homicide detectives, and they covered over fifty-six crimes. Okay. So that's a lot of crimes for them to cover. Yeah. It's, it's, there's not 56 ways to murder somebody. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> so they covered more than just murder. They covered like assaults and all these other things as well, kidnappings and things like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So let's just say they had their hands f- filled. Oh
0: before.
1: yes. Um, the reason why I tell you all that stuff is because mm-hmm. you're gonna, yeah, because you're gonna hear this story. You're gonna be like, was nobody good at their job, and you can't technically say that nobody was not good at a job Mm -hmm. i mean yeah you can say they're not good at a job but you can't say like they was just lazy Mm fuck-ups you just gotta say it you know
0: to be honest with you Mm -hmm. i ask myself that question every single day Mm
1: -hmm.
0: is no one good at their jobs can no one perform at their jobs i ask myself that every single day Mm -hmm. at my job
1: oh okay that's what you're saying
0: so, nothing surprises me anymore. The The level at hmm. which people perform their job being low is not a shock to me.
1: Let's remember that sound bite for when <laughs> what you get. Because I feel like this is going to surprise you this right. episode. We'll I feel see. like something's going to surprise you this episode. At least I hope something will surprise you this episode.
0: What if it doesn't? What if I'm just like,
1: okay. When I first heard it, it surprised me. Okay. If it doesn't...
0: You're, if it
1: surprises you, then it probably will surprise me, yeah, it's gonna surprise you pretty well-hmm mm-hmm. so on June thirtieth nineteen seventy one um let's see. do you remember what happened in the last episode by the way? Do you remember where we left off at pretty much don't uh, remember if you remember that or not.
0: You might want to give me a bit of a refresher.
1: Okay, so to give a little refresher to everybody, um, Dean all he committed his first murder. He committed this murder of a person in Texas, of a University of Texas student that he found okay. walking, uh, hitchhiking, trying to get back to his parents' house for whatever reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, then he met up with this guy named this well not a guy Let's, let me make sure we had this clear clear right now he's a 15 year old boy named David Brooks
0: okay that's Who, the one that he's
1: like he bought the car yeah, for yeah he bought a car for after the after he walked in and saw him sexually assaulting two kids oh god okay. so he bought a car to make him be quiet then he offered him a deal of if he can find him kids to sexually assault he'll pay him $200 for every kid he, he finds him a sexually assault good god so yes, David Brooks he is now driving around in a green uh Corvette I believe it was 1968 if I remember correctly a uh-huh. not green 1968 Corvette. So yes, so uh. David Brooks is now wa- riding around and dad and uh. And uh now it's a team tag team nice little tag team of him and David Brooks. Yay! It's kind of like the Alexa Bliss and uh. Nikki Cross? Nikki Cross of serial killers. But the question is
0: between the two, who's Dean Coral and who is the kid?
1: Dean Coral is definitely, definitely Alexa
0: Bliss.
1: No, Nikki Cross. Oh. Oh no, I guess you would say that. Yeah, I think yeah. Dean Coral would be Alexa Bliss. And uh yeah.
0: I Nikki think Cross I seems like the type that would be like, yeah, I'll go get I'll I'll do anything for you, Alexa.
1: Yeah, that is true, yeah. Yeah, I think we would do that. I think I would put it as that, but I think we'll get to it. We we'll know We'll see after we get into this. Okay. Because It's gonna get fun. It's gonna get interesting. well it's not gonna get fun. It's gonna get interesting. hmm Um I guess it's gonna be fun. I mean, really, I guess what we're we doing. is gonna get this? weird. How about it's, that? <laughs> it's gonna get very, very weird. Um so January thirtieth, nineteen seventy one. Um, David Brooks and Dean Corr meet Donald and Jerry Waldrop. Drawdrop. Is it, like,
0: Waldrop?
1: Waldrop. With an O? Yeah. Okay, Waldrop. Waldrop. I never heard that last name before. This is a first. So, Waldrop. So, they meet them walking from their parents' house. Um, the father drove the friends, actually, to, uh... To a house to discuss, of all things, starting up a bowling league. Oh, my God. What's up with people trying to start leagues at this time?
0: I don't know.
1: Remember the last Remember the last guy?
0: He wanted to start, he like, wanted a, start a football a league?
1: Flag football league.
0: Flag football. He wanted
1: to start a flag football Man, league.
0: That's
1: so lame, yeah. <laughs> he always to start a flag football league, and now this kid will start a bowling league.
0: See, a bowling league I like. A bowling league I would want to participate with. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I I can't bowl to save my fucking life.
0: I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm like the best bowler in the world, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty good.
1: Okay, yeah. I like bowling. Yeah, I can't bowl to save my life. I would promise you that right now. Um,
0: that's that's surprising to me.
1: Why you said that for?
0: I would just I we've never went bowling, and mm-hmm. I would have guessed. the reason why. <laughs> I would have guessed that you wouldn't be that bad.
1: No, I'm I'm t- I'm horrifically bad.
0: Really?
1: No, my brother's good. My brother's really good at bowling, but I'm horrifically bad. But hmm.
0: that, that is the last thing I
1: would have I would have thought. Yeah. Well, turns out the the boy wasn't there for okay. them to go, so they had to obviously back in those times, you didn't have cell phones, mm-hmm. so you couldn't be like, "Hey, Dad, my friend isn't here. Um, come, can you come by back by and pick us up?" Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as your dad leaves you, you're just you're, <laughs> you're, there. you're there now. So they're walking on their way back home, and uh, Dean uh Dean Cole sees them, and date with David Brooks, and they go, "Hey, you want to come back to our house and have a fun time?" Uh, they go, "Yeah," and uh, Dean Cole takes them back to their apartment apartment on Magum Road, and uh, ties them to his torture board and strangles them. Uh-huh. Now to get this. Out of the way, we need us kind of explain what Dean Cole's torture board was. Mm-hmm. So he had a uh, seven-foot-by-three-inch plywood board. He had drilled holes into all four corners. Mm-hmm. Um, He had nylon rope for the feet, and he had handcuffs for the wrists. This board will hang on a wall inside of his apartment. but uh, he'll use it over and over again in this series. As you're about to see, yeah.
0: So did he? So he handcuffed the hands
1: and nylon rope to the feet.
0: Nylon rope to the feet. Were they just kind of flat against that board? Yes. Okay. Oh, that sounds terrible.
1: Yes. Uh we probably and I probably can get into the reason why he did the handcuffs with the hands. I mean, we don't know exactly what the reason was behind it, but I mean you can kinda I you can kinda guess what the reason why he would handcuffs the hands and and not the feet. I
0: really
1: can't. Uh well Well maybe we'll get into it a little bit later. <laughs> not now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, we got a lot more of this to go through. Um so March so we're gonna get it to March 30, March nineteen seventy one to May nineteen seventy one. Okay. Um they first find fifteen year old Randall Harvey. Um he was last seen riding his bike on March ninth to go to Oak Forest, part of Houston, Texas, uh-huh. where he had a part-time job at a gas station. Um, so the parents start worrying about it because, you know, he's not show- He's last time they seen him. He had been driving riding in his bike. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't make it to the gas station, obviously. Um, kidnapped by Dean Cole and Dave Brooks and uh, he dies via gunshot to the head. This one does. Hmm.
0: Yeah. This kid dies via gunshots to the head?
1: Mm-hmm, yes. That's
0: very... That's not... That that does, That's not consistent.
1: No. This guy's not going to be consistent at all. He's not going to okay. be consistent in any ways okay. at all.
0: Okay. Except for the board.
1: Uh, yeah. Except for the board, pretty much mm-hmm. would kind of be his most, his most consistency. Um,
0: that's his greatest hit. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one uh, you're gonna see kind of, and it kind of get behind some logic a little bit of why he, he was this topsy turvy in a way. Um, get behind it later on, some of the logic behind okay. all this. Um, so later on in May, they find 13 year old David Hilligise and 16 year old Gregory Malloy um, Winkle. Interesting enough, both of these kids were children of people that worked for his candy company back when it was open. Now, okay. you got to remember his candy company's now closed. Uh-huh. He's now an electrician now. So, um both of these kids actually were kids that were uh, were kids to were f- sons of uh people that worked for his company. Okay. Uh, which interesting enough, um David Guy's mom actually while he was working at the candy company would a lot of times be like See Dean Cole over there and be like, he's being really creepy. You know, he's always talking to kids and stuff like that. He's like, she, she, she always would say he was pretty creepy, mm-hmm. and uh, it was uh, one of the parents was one, that was one's like, no, he's not creepy. He's just that way, you know. But the hill guy's mom, off top, kind of like you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: caught on that, caught on.
0: My general thought is, if there's smoke, there's fire. Mm-hmm. Someone's creepy. It's probably because if you think someone's creepy, it's probably because
1: mm-hmm. they're creepy. Yeah, most of the time. <laughs>
0: when it comes to like people being inappropriate with kids, at the very least.
1: Yeah, yeah, most of the time. I know. I used to. I I not used to. I love joking around with kids and stuff like that. Yeah, but you're not. So creepy. I know that. Yeah, but you know, I could see that somebody might take it as creepy or something like that. I don't know. But, no. Yeah. No. Yeah.
0: I've seen you with kids. It's not creepy. You can tell when someone's being creepy with a kid. Okay. Why would you say that?
1: Well, I just I always, when I'm with kids, I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is more, if I see a creep, you know, so like that, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. No. You don't.
1: I don't know. But Yeah. I think it's one of those things where when you're adult, and I know Bill Burr has like a joke about it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like you're adult and you're like wanting to like be like play around with a kid or something like that, but you're like I don't want to do that because um somebody by might see it and take it the wrong way. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that that's the thing. That's yeah. a thing. Yeah. I
0: don't think that's a thing. Well, typically, yeah, no. Mm-mm.
1: Well, May twenty nineteen seventy one, he adopts these. These two kids. Uh, Interesting enough, the Hilleguy's family actually put on a very, pretty intense search for their son. The Hilleguy's family is going to be kind of one of these families that is definitely going to be... They don't go away? They're going to be fucked up by this incident, Mm. for sure. Um, But yeah. Uh, They put on a tense search. David Hilleguy's best friend... Elma Wayne Henley actually helped on the search. He's fifty years old, and uh, he guaranteed to uh David Hillegas' mom that they will find him one day. Mm-mm. So good old Elma Wayne Henley right there, right? Good old best friend. Ooh. Why? Why you went old for?
0: Cause I. This kid's gonna be dead. They'll find him, but he's going to be dead.
1: But isn't it so nice that his best friend is is reassuring his mom they are going to find him? I
0: mean, yeah, that is kind of sweet.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Wayne Hanley sounds like a nice guy, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Nice little kitty.
0: But I have a feeling he's not going (laughs) to (laughs) be.
1: On August 17th, 1971, Brooks meets 17-year-old Ruben Watson Han, Hanny? Hanny? Yeah, Hanny. Hanny? H A N E Y? Yeah.
0: Hanny?
1: Hanny. That's a weird name as well. I've never had to have seen that last name. Um, a lot of people that last you names. You wrote it down. i about to say, a lot of people with last names that you never, that oh, you'll never see. Um, <laughs> in this one. Um, so he meets him walking down the street from a movie theater, hoping it was a fucking great movie they went to see. Um, shit. Oh, I hope it wasn't a, it? Wasn't Joker movie? It
0: was a good movie. <laughs> <I> really? <laughs> <like>. <laughs>
1: well, Brooks takes Hanny to Dean Cole's new apartment on San Left Leftfield.
0: When when you say Hanny, mm-hmm. it makes me think of uh-huh. RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh huh. Because all the time they say Hanny like.
1: Honey, but like, oh, affected. Like, oh, okay.
0: So whenever you're saying this dude's name, I can't help but think
1: of uh. RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, so
0: they're oh. going, Hanny, Penny. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, wish she died. That de- wish she died watching RuPaul's Drag Race instead. Uh, he gets t- taken to Dean Cole's new apartment on San Luff. Okay, F E L I P E. Felipe? Felipe? Mm-hmm. San Felipe? San Felipe. San Felipe. San Felipe Street. <laughs> San Felipe Street. Ay, caramba. San... Ay, Dios mío. He takes it to his apartment on San Felipe Street. And he's strangled. my <clears throat>
0: well,
1: fun. Fun, fun. I had fun the <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm so sorry because I'm just now realizing that probably sounds so racist.
1: <laughs> Ray- racist over the monotone of me telling a boy getting raped and tortured and he was strangled.
0: Ta ta ta
1: the more fucked up part is that a lot of people used to say that uh, D- Dean Cole, when he would do these things, would like to turn up music. Because these are apartments, by the way. Okay. All this is apartments that he's doing it. So it's not guys, houses.
0: If you are living in an apartment complex <laughs> and you hear some really loud mariachi, noise, <laughs> <laughs> you better watch out or... Go
1: up there because they probably have some good food. <laughs> okay. Don't call don't call the cops so you're a bit scared. Don't names, call the okay? cops just yet because <laughs> they might have some really good
0: tamales. <laughs> probably their grandma's
1: recipe. All right. Tu abuela. <laughs> On September 1971, uh, he kills a boy that's yet to be. Identified to this day. Still unknown.
0: So wait, they did they find the body and they just weren't able to
1: mm-hmm.
0: have they tried to DNA test it?
1: I don't know. It's but it's yet to be identified.
0: That seems it's like yet,
1: that, I mean this is a lot of a lot of boys like that I though, mean, in this uh, case.
0: I get that, but mm-hmm. I feel like um
1: Well the thing is you can't DNA the D you can DNA test, but the thing is you have to have something to you have to have some type of subject, you know? Yeah. It's not like they could just go, with DNA system, you just can't go like, you can't just like put it in a system and like, you know what I mean? They don't so have get everybody's DNA.
0: But now, now they have a, now they have these experts that are able to analyze, excuse me. They're able to analyze certain DNA sequences, mm-hmm. and like they're able to say like, oh, he's got this, this, this particular gene for this, and yeah. that's common to X, Y, and Z. Yeah, They've but the thing is, they they have
1: to have that. some type of subject for it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I mean, even with even with DNA tests, it's still like it's one in a million um, or more in you know what I mean, it's still you still have you know a bunch of people that it could be even if it's still you know what I mean even if it comes down to it.
0: I know all I'm saying is now would be the time to really try to figure out who that kid is. <laughs> Cuz there there's this woman that does this DNA stuff that mm. I'll watch like different like ABC things and she's she's and when I say she's a, like a like an ancestry expert, mm-hmm. she's able to see different DNA sequences or like genetic mutations or anything and say like, "Oh, he's probably uh, you know, he was probably this and this and this. Like, mm. it's pretty spectacular.
1: Well, if you want to get into more DNA testing, um, you can get back to my um, Martha Morrison episode. I okay. talked a little bit about DNA testing. It was a girl that actually was abducted and uh, raped and killed in Washington D.C. and they didn't find her, find out who's what. Wor- They had found a body back by like two weeks after she got raped and killed, Mm -hmm. but they didn't find out her identity till 2004, I believe. Holy! 2004 because somebody, a police officer, mislabeled her her um, her remains with Mm -hmm. being the person that she was found with remains. Mm -hmm. So for a long time, they thought they had solved the case, but they they actually hadn't. Yeah, completely. Yeah,
0: that's kind of like Richard III's. Remains.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they found him like under a parking structure.
1: That should have fared?
0: Yes, hmm. they found his. They found his remains under some sort of parking structure,
1: hmm. and
0: they DNA tested them with some of no some people that are known descendants of his, mm-hmm. and were able to find out. Hey, this is a this is a former king and. He was under a parking garage.
1: Yeah, tells you how much it is to be a king. Not really wolfed that much at the end of the day. Oh, <laughs> um, let's see. So yeah, September. So I already talked about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, um, that. So that kid. Yeah, that kid, kid's never found.
0: Yeah, not identified.
1: Yeah, so he's never found. Uh, in winter, nineteen seventy one. Dean Cole Lords or uh, David Brooks really, more, Lords? Elmer Wayne Henley to uh, Dean Cole's apartment. Henley? So, Elmer Wayne Henley, yes. Mm-hmm. You remember that name from earlier? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, the best friend of David Hiller Mm-hmm. Um, lures him to his apartment and uh, gives him an offer he cannot refuse. I want to give him an offer he cannot refuse. Yeah, see, you did a lot better on me. I'm pretty good at it, aren't I? Yeah, except for I don't think they heard you on here, but
0: that's okay. You heard me. <laughs> hey guys, in case you didn't hear me, I just did a flawlessly impeccable impression of Marlon Brando from The Godfather.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, uh, he tells them he'll give him two hundred dollars. Just pretty much tells him the same deal he gave. David Brooks, I give you $200 if you sell me a kid. And he says, pretty much he tells Ellen Wayne Henley, he tells him that he has a white slavery ring that's based out of Dallas, Texas. So he says, if you give me these kids, you know, I put them into white sex slavery and get $200, you know, have fun. Sorry, this is
0: insane. (laughs) Yeah. Wait. So I'm I'm assuming since we were talking about how remember when you
1: say you wasn't gonna be surprised earlier.
0: Um, I'm not surprised now if you're going to tell me that Elmer Wayne Hanley going to end up not being a very good dude. <laughs> and he's going to fall for the white slavery
1: thing. Yeah, man, but you're surprised... I knew he was going to be surprised by it now. He believes there's a white slavery thing. Not surprised by belief of a white slaver, here's sex, am am
0: boy, slavery... Here's the here's, deal. Sex slavery ring. Here's the truth. Am I shocked that he believes it? No. Am I shocked that the guy... Tried like that was his thing that he said,
1: yes.
0: (laughs) That I am shocked by. Okay, it's a white slavery ring. Mm. That's okay. All right,
1: (laughs) out of Dallas, Texas,
0: out of Dallas, Texas, out of Dallas, Texas. There, I mean, that's. I can't imagine. (laughs) Follow me here. Imagine. I was just
1: waiting for you to, waiting for when you, waiting for you surprise. You can't say nothing to surprise you anymore.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm just talking about really myself here. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine talking with someone Mm -hmm. and having them say to me, hey, you know, I'm involved with this thing. It's like a, honestly, it's kind of like a white slavery ring. If you have any children that you would want to maybe bring into the ring mm-hmm. to, like, become slaves, I i mean, it's 200 bucks a pop. I can't imagine ever being like, huh, now who do I know that might work in this?
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Can you? Huh? I mean, honestly... I was, again this surprise everything. All this tells surprises me, because I'm like, there. Cause,
0: but what I'm saying, literally,
1: you're like, literally, this is like this. This could have happened to me easily. This could have easily happened to me.
0: But if someone... I'm saying, right now, right now, yeah, if someone came up to you and made you that pitch,
1: of yeah, I give you two hundred. You give me two hundred dollars. You just bring me some kid. Off the street, you know, sell them into they a slavery. They have to be white,
0: and they have to be a kid.
1: They have to be a kid. They have to be white. All I'm doing is sell them to the sex slavery. You know what I mean? What would you? D- the first thing I would want to do is go to the police. I mm-hmm. so I don't know how this. That was not these first yeah. people's logic was go to police. Yeah, like I don't know uh, why. Exactly. <laughs> I can't
0: imagine being like. Well, I mean, I could. Probably do have some kids that I know. <laughs> I mean, we probably were. <laughs> how would I get them into the, like uh, that whole thought process is I how that's my question
1: how well, Wayne Healy's first thought process was just to ignore it. Supposedly, okay. He said he ignored the deal for a couple of months.
0: Mm-hmm. Wait, did. he kept badgering him about it for months.
1: Yes. Said for a couple months here in He made it he made he made this offer at the beginning of the winter in in of nineteen seventy one. Wayne Henley does not accept the offer, he says, until nineteen seventy two. You
0: know what? Bullshit. I call
1: bullshit.
0: <laughs> if you're even thinking about it, you've already accepted
1: it. <laughs> If your first idea was not go to the police, you are accepted. The whole if
0: place. your first idea is not run, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> then you've already accepted it. I'm sorry. So, no, I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's friggin' crazy, dude. All
1: right, so. There's still this, There's a little bit of dispute on what his first deal, uh, first participation in this was. Mm-hmm. Um, Elmer Wayne Henley. I call him Elmer Wayne Henley. A lot of people like to call him Wayne Henley because he doesn't like being he doesn't like his first name of Elmer, but because he's elmer wayne <laughs> because-
0: does that sound a little too sud- redneck to you sir <laughs> elmer wayne
1: yeah i think we're just gonna call him elmer wayne honestly just the name say his last name let's call him elmer, elmer wayne, wayne. <laughs> because uh because uh, what, what he does is- <laughs> this is it's deserving. deserving of the name <laughs> it's not deserving of respect let's put it like that
0: elmer wayne what do you do
1: so he says his first participation was at nine nine two five Schuler Street, mm-hmm. and his at Dean Cole's apartment there. While uh, David Brooks, on the other hand, says that um, El- Elma Wayne participated at the uh, San Felipe apartment.
0: San Felipe.
1: But either way, he participates. Um, so. Let's see here. So, Ellen Wayne's first one. Oh, man, it's going to be a rough one. Um, Wayne met a kid on the corner of 11th and Stude Wood? What? S, S- T U D E Wood? Stude Wood?
0: S T E U D?
1: S T U D E. Stood? Stooderwood? Wood. I think it'd just be Stoodwood. Stooderwood Street. So, corner of 11th and Wood Street. So, the kid came with Wayne Henley on a promise of smoking weed. And this is what peeks me off at that one because me, I once had a friend. Now, I didn't smoke weed when I was younger. I was, I was one of those people that I kind of grew up with. Uh, you know I have family issues mm-hmm. with with drugs. uh people, mm-hmm. people in my family have issues with drugs and stuff like that. So I steered as far away from drugs as I could. Mm-hmm. But you, I, I like to hang out with the, you know, weird. Stoner type. Weird, With the stoner types, yes. With the weird crowd. So I had a hey, friend. I can,
0: I can probably say I've never smoked weed.
1: You never smoked weed?
0: I've never. Oh, yeah. How about smoked
1: so? Yeah, it makes it. Yeah, you never smoked weed. I've never and smoked you smoke CBD, though.
0: But that's not weed. Yeah,
1: it's not weed, yeah.
0: I mean, I'm not, you know, watching the sky melt.
1: Weed doesn't do that for you. I know. But <laughs> you. <laughs> I think everybody at home was like, yeah, she's never smoked weed after <laughs> that I comment. It's like, wait, you think the weed makes the sky melt? Yeah, she's never smoked it. No. <laughs> no. It's sure enough. Pretty much everybody, all, every one of our listeners smoke weed. <laughs> at least I think they do. I'm
0: sure.
1: I think you have to be a stoner. At least some type of whatever stoner that listen to this podcast.
0: But you don't have to be a stoner to host it.
1: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so I had a friend and he did the craziest thing one day he did it was the most insane thing i thought logically it was insane i'm gonna guess that you're gonna think this is insane as well but he said nothing surprised you so (laughs) (laughs) but we used to hang out in this apartment place all the time again apartment place and one day he was like man i really want some weed i'm just gonna knock on people's door and ask them do they have weed (laughs) Not not shocked. <laughs> You're not shocked at that I'm one, not, not.
0: If so, mm, not a guy talking. just
1: randomly goes on people's doors and asks for weed,
0: how old, real?
1: Freshman in freshman in high school, so 15.
0: Yeah, I'm not shocked at all. Yeah, because I hear like a like a 15, 14, 15 year old dude that mm-hmm. is just like wanting some weed.
1: And he just randomly just knocked on people's doors. i thought he didn't know Did that work. People. Did it work? It. I think it did work. I can't recollect. I think it did work. I think he didn't meet somebody that smoked weed. Wow. But I think it did work. But I can't reassure that it worked.
0: Okay.
1: I can't... You're inclined
0: re- to think that
1: it did. I think so just because I can remember... I can remember him smoking weed later on. I didn't smoke it. I just remember him. I just remember because I watched him, and I had to take care of him because he was like freaking out. Even though I think he did it on purpose to freak me out, because he he knew I never smoked weed before, Uh so I think he was just acting weird on purpose. Mm Because he was just like, "Oh man, I'm gonna run!" Like he kept running off and going, like running off into places and like running away from me. I was like, "Dude, you gotta calm down." (laughs) He was like, kept running, run, run,
0: run. I don't care.
1: I have this thing where I hate when people just leave me somewhere because I don't know. Again, I host a true crime podcast. How many times was it have we seen a girl is by herself, she gets snatched up and then killed? How many times have we talked about that on this episode already? Quite often. A boy's by himself gets snatched up and get killed. And
0: Game Coral does something. <laughs> Goofy or Elmer Wayne <laughs> is now going to. Sounds like he's a, he's about to make just a, a the
1: debut of a century here. He does. Oh, this is a definitely a debut of a century. Oh god. This is um this is greatest showman um level stuff right here. Ooh. Um sucked. So also I didn't mention this earlier. Dean Cole also had a had a van as well. Ecological van. Well. Eco lodge van where he, where he actually drilled holes in the walls of it and had a torture board inside there. Good as
0: God. Well. So
1: yeah. So he had a torture boy in a, a torture board also in an ecological van as well. So
0: there was a guy in high school that mm-hmm. had this really big kind of creepy white van. Mm hmm. But I didn't know, and he was one of my friends, and I would see that van, and I would be like, gosh, who's driving that creeper van? <laughs> <laughs> and then I found out it was him.
1: <laughs> hey, the reason why it's called a creeper van is for the reason, because... Mm-hmm. Creepers usually drive those vans. I'm sorry, oh, yeah. but I'm sorry to sort of people at Eco Lodge and places like it, whatever else makes those white vans, but your vans are usually used for
0: your rape. Your
1: vans are creepy, dude. <laughs> yeah, usually used for rape and murder. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually what they're used for.
0: Imagine being like, picture this, go mm-hmm. with me here. Imagine you work for a car company and you mm-hmm. create, you literally design and create the van, like the a big van, mm. and then you get pulled into some kind of meeting, and you're really excited because, you know, your van's doing really well, mm. selling well, you're making good money, but they pull you into the meeting, and you're like, gosh, this van's doing so well. They're like, yeah, um, Charles, something is going on with your van. He's like, what? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's, what's wrong with the van? What's wrong with the van? Yeah.
1: Um... Sales are through the roof right now, by the way. You need a... You need. I'm just gonna point this out. You haven't gave me a raise in like six months, and sales are through the roof.
0: Well, sales are through the roof. That is true. Mm-hmm. But are you familiar with, um... The term creeper van?
1: No, I can't say I've ever heard it ton. Is that ton. Is that like our new rap song in there? In community, uh this is that one of those new uh, you know, P Diddy songs?
0: Oh Charles. <laughs> no No? Your van, unfortunately, you know we we believe in this van. Yeah,
1: I, I I can understand. I think I have given you much proof to believe in the van. Uh numbers again, numbers are three there.
0: Yes, free. they are Charles. They men. are
1: Whoop! There it is for your for the, to go back Charles. to rap songs to go back to rap songs.
0: Charles, I really I appreciate this. Yeah. But your band doesn't have a very good reputation.
1: What? Well, what is it? What is it? That let me know ahead of time because I will fire whoever it is that has been messing the bands. It's not one of those tire problems, is it? I knew we put the fire stones on there. I told them we need to go Bridgestone. They wanted to go fire. I don't know why.
0: It's not the tires. and okay. it's, it's not anything that we're doing. Right. It's what serial killers and serial rapists are doing in your van.
1: Wait. You
0: know all that space you created in the back of the van? People mm. are starting to add modifications to the back of that van. Where they put in like creepy torture stuff and now your van is almost kind of synonymous with a death trap.
1: Wait. You're telling me that people are raping people in the back of my vans?
0: And killing them too.
1: But you you was in the pitch meeting when I said I want that space there for puppies to play. You got me <laughs>
0: Because <laughs> now all I'm just thinking about is puppies.
1: <laughs> but I've space there for puppies to play. <laughs> oh, my God. And scene. All right. This is the part where I usually would like to cut on like a song right now but you uh, podcast doesn't get really get too much royalties right now
0: i can like sing it
1: well you want to sing america's you can do magic
0: you can do magic burn, 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 burn. you can have anything that you desire well, magic, <laughs> and you know you're the one who can put
1: Let that fade out Yeah, I like this fade out because it is going to be A fade out right here Um, So Emma Wayne uh, When they get back to Dean Cole's apartment Tricks um, the kid Into doing a uh, To doing a Handcuff trick So Emma Wayne shows the kid He does this handcuff where you know Put handcuffs behind your back Thing is, he has Dean Cole's key for the handcuffs. The kid doesn't see that he has Dean Cole's key for the handcuffs. So he unlocks the handcuffs, and then he goes, Hey, now you do the trick.
0: Oh, gosh.
1: Yeah, uh, when Dean does the trick, obviously, Alma Wayne did not give him the, the key. key. <laughs> that was Dean So now, for the, 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 the handcuff trick is just the
0: handcuff.
1: It's <laughs> just so now he's hang handcuffed. You're handcuffed. <laughs> so now he's just there's handcuffed. No so at that point, Dina then decides, "Hey, ha, ha, ha. time to gag you," and <laughs> so he gags him. And uh, Emma Wayne says at this time that he left because again, there's no section in this at all. Tell Emma Wayne, this is him just getting the kid so he can send him to. The white slavery ring.
0: He's just in it for his two hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, well, he doesn't believe the kid's gonna be killed. Is it? He supposedly he doesn't think the kid's gonna get killed. Sure. He's just gonna go to the white slavery ring sure. in Dallas, Texas.
0: Elmer Wayne. Sure. So
1: that's what's happening right now. Um.
0: And when I go to Red Robin, I get broccoli instead of French fries.
1: <laughs> and you get almond milk.
0: I get almond milk. <laughs>
1: Um. So yeah. So this kid. The reason why I keep saying the kid is because it is believed that he is Willard Branch of seventeen years old. Um. But I don't think it's proven that he's Willard Branch. But okay. Um. March twenty fourth, nineteen seventy two. The triplet. I'm gonna put him a triplet now because they pretty much all hang out together. Emma Wayne, David Brooks, mm-hmm. Dean Dean Cole. Um, the third musketeer. <laughs> the free musketeers. <laughs> uh, they, the Newgate center. They're hanging out at Long John Silver's. Mm. When they meet Frank Aguire. Now, Frank Aguire, he's really good friends with Emma Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, And as they're leaving out at Long John Silver's, it's just on Yale Street, by the way.
0: Okay.
1: Um... They tell Frank Aguilar, "Hey, after you get off work, come by Dean Cole's place." Now, El Wayne and Frank Aguirre are really good friends,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he thinks that he when he, he his said what he says is that when he tells Frank Aguilar to come by. That it's just gonna be him. It's just gonna be all smoking weed and drinking beers together.
0: Mm-hmm. Cause Growing out
1: again. Up. That's what people did at Dan Court's place. He is. He was the guy that would. He was the guy that was like, you know, old enough to buy beers and and buy drugs and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where you didn't have to worry about getting ID'd or you know stuff like that for it.
0: Okay.
1: So, he's so he was like, I just told Nicole over here so he can. Drink, drink and smoke weed with us and hang out. But when they get there, um, when they get there, Frank Acquire, you know, this trigger beer, smoking weed, then he sees Dean's handcuffs on the table and asks about the handcuffs.
0: He's thinking it's going to get freaky. Uh, that freaky
1: deaky. <laughs> no, it's going to get freaky, all right. Um, at this point, Dean then um, grabs it and handcuffs Frank Aguilar. Why well, Frank Aguilar fights a little bit, but he finally handcuffs he Frank He fights Aguirre. a little bit, but then he gives um, in. Elmo Gwyn's telling Dean to stop. He's like, "Dude, this is my this is this is my kid. Oh God, I know you want me to acknowledge that joke, but I'm not." <laughs> but he t- he's like, "Dude, this is my friend. This is my best friend. What are you doing? Why are you trying to you know why are you trying to handcuff him and stuff like that?" And Dean just tells him, Shut the fuck up. i will do what I want, you know? So uh fall back. So he's just like he's just like, you know, Emma Wayne's like, dude, I don't want this is my friend right here. I I don't want him being sold into child, you know, child slavery. I don't want to be he can't be in,
0: in the white slavery ring.
1: I don't I don't want to be in the white slavery ring. I don't want him be in there. And then Dean finally bursts bursts out and says there's no fucking white slavery ring, you fucking dumbass piece of shit. I've been f- raping all these kids and killing their ass, you dumb fuck. And at, well, at, at that time, Elmo Wayne goes, what? <laughs> coming
0: in? He's, he's, that meme <laughs> f- he's that meme face. <laughs> the one
1: where he's like... You don't say. Come again. Come Come again. again. Excuse me. I did not recollect. I did not recollect.
0: Interesting.
1: What What is it that Siri says when you do when she doesn't understand what you're saying?
0: Just a moment. (laughs) Give me one second. Just a moment. I I, I, I I am not connected to the network right now. (laughs) You are not connected to network right
1: now.
0: (laughs) He's like, there is no network connection. Please try again. Please confirm your network connection and try again.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> so he, 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 he after he gets back black, he plugged worked. up. After help away he gets back plugged up.
0: <laughs> once he's confirmed once he's reconfigured his wireless <laughs> connection
1: He he helps Dinko bury Frank Aguirre's bar body at the High Island beach.
0: So he just gave in? Yes. It was like, okay, well.
1: It's $200, bro. It's $200, fam. Like,
0: you better give me some sort of best friend bonus on this
1: one. Best friend bonus.
0: This is my best friend. You just killed him. I better get at least fifty dollars
1: more. I better get a best friend severance package on this. One. Gotta this give me this gotta go to my four hundred and one k. I
0: gotta take this up with workers comp, dude. I gotta find my FMLA on this
1: one. <laughs> so yeah, this so this one is one the the second body now he's buried at the Highland High Island Beach. So even okay, so I haven't really got to that part, but. I know I said it on the last episode, but he buries people at, he has a boat. He has a boat, where are you supposed to keep boats? A boat storage room or
0: whatever. I don't think it's a, are you talking about it like a marina?
1: It's not a marina, no. No, it's it's Houston, Texas.
0: (laughs) There (laughs) are marinas in Houston, Texas? No,
1: I'm just saying, but it is Houston, Texas. Uh Uh-huh. He's a redneck. Okay. <laughs> he's not gonna have a boat on a marina. Well, he's got, he's gotta store his boat in his yard, and he gotta keep it where it isn't seen.
0: This dude, he's got like two apartments. It doesn't sound. I mean, obviously, he's like raping and killing kids, but it doesn't sound like a redneck to me. You, my baby. <laughs> If you ain't snoring your boat in a marina, you might buy your
1: <laughs> He can't afford to keep a boat on water. He has. He's to too busy it paying
0: people to, <laughs> to give him kids to put in a white slavery ring.
1: This is the biggest part of this I don't understand to this day is, how the fuck does he have so much money?
0: <laughs> Who would have thought that the Coral Candy Company would have that big of a I mean, they went under... They went under
1: business. They wasn't popular. It's like, where the fuck is he getting so much goddamn money from? Just
0: invested wisely, I guess. (laughs) Has a good accountant.
1: All right. Oh, man. Okay, so... Yeah, so... That's the first, so that's one of the second murders that, uh, well, that's the first murder that, that Elmer June Wayne has. Elmer uh,
0: Wayne was involved with.
1: Yes. So, then uh, on April 20th, 1972. Yeah. 4- 420, bro. Oh, I was waiting for it. I was waiting <laughs> for the famous line.
0: 420, bro. So
1: 20, bro. <laughs>
0: You pointed at me. I was like, I was kind of yawning. I was like, oh god, what, what now? And then it's and, and I gotta be honest, four twenty hasn't really been four twenty since the seventies. Seventies <laughs> are the four twenty time, dude.
1: Oh, this is this is the seventies, oh. perfect four twenty time. And one of those people that did, that was definitely into that four twenty was Mike Mark Scott, who was like. Wait, you're telling me, Wayne, Elma Wayne, that I can go to a place and smoke weed, dude? And I don't got to pay for it? 420, dude. Dude, it's 420. I'm definitely over. So, yeah, 17-year-old Mark Scott comes over to Dean Cole's apartment. And um, when they try to put the handcuffs on him, he actually fought off Dean Cole. Hmm. He actually fought off Dean Cole. And uh, remember when Elma Wayne was so just against killing people. He just thought he was putting people in the white boy's slavery ring.
0: Well, something tells me that Elmer Wayne has unfortunately wised up here.
1: Yeah. When when Dean Cole, when he beat off Dean Cole and was about to leave the apartment, Elmer, Elmer Wayne actually stood in front of him with a gun to his face. Hmm. And Mark Scott just hung his head low. Stood still. And just let Dean Coles just caress him as he walked him over to his torture board.
0: Ugh. Yeah. He's like, totally hey. Totally defeated. Hey, happens to the best of us, guy. <laughs> let me now show come
1: you, over here and take your parents. Let me show you a terrible time. <laughs> let
0: me show you literally the worst time.
1: <laughs> the worst time of anybody's life. Yeah. You know, it hit him. <laughs> Might not be the worst time in some people's life. Let's put it like that. Um You gotta remember what Dean Cole was first paying David Brooks for at first. Well yeah, but <laughs> he was let's put it like this. He was a bottom guy. He wasn't a top guy. Ugh. Yeah. Um June 26, nineteen seventy two. Um Billy Bolch Bolch B A U D. L-C-H. Balch. Balch. So, Billy Balch. That's a terrible
0: last name. That's
1: a horrifically awful name. (laughs) Horrifically, horrific name.
0: Hi, my name's Billy Balch. Nice to meet you.
1: (laughs) I cannot cannot accept your job offer because of your last name. I'm sorry. What?
0: I'm offering you... 5 million dollars a year.
1: How Reddit just sell kids to a guy for $200. God. <laughs> Maybe
0: I should consider changing my name. <laughs> it's better than Billy Balch.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, Billy Balch and Johnny De Lome, uh
0: Now that's a great name.
1: Johnny De is a pretty badass name.
0: That sounds like a That sounds like a I have a bad feeling that something bad's about to
1: happen to him. But oh, that's a that's a great name. Oh oh, oh, oh oh horrific things should have happened. This one right okay. here.
0: Okay. Um yeah. Johnny. Um,
1: yes, yeah, so um they both got tied to a bed in Dean Cole's apartment. Hey. <laughs> no, yeah, this is this is your way to go here. <laughs> <laughs> it's your way to go here. Like
0: just time it in the bed.
1: Um at which this point, now, this is a first right here. Um, so, it was at first, I guess Dean Cole was raping them, that afterwards, Ellen Wayne went inside there with a gun and pointed it at Johnny DeLone, where Johnny yelled, please don't. And um, at some point, the gun went off and shot it shot uh, Billy Bolch in the face. So he shot Billy Bolch in the face, and Billy Bolch didn't die from the gunshot room. He was just like injured. Ugh. And like, he's just sitting there, like, with his jaw half off and stuff like that. And Johnny, and Johnny's just like, and he, he's like, I gotta strangle him now. So he's like strangling uh, Billy Bolts, and Johnny's like, please don't. And he's like, hey, Johnny, look at this. So he's just like, hey, Johnny. You know, kind of like that uh, Nicholas. Here's
0: Johnny. Yeah.
1: So, yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, Johnny.
1: Hey, Johnny.
0: <laughs> this <is not> <laughs> I'm just picturing it like. In some take, Nicolas Cage's, was it wasn't Nicolas Cage, mm-hmm. it was Jack Nicholson. I
1: started it, I started I know. it.
0: <laughs> Jack, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson was like, yeah. hey Johnny, oh damn it, ah, I'm going to have to go again.
1: <laughs> All right, so yeah.
0: Hey Johnny.
1: He strangles <sighs> Billy Bolch and then strangles Johnny Long.
0: Uh, Elmer here. So,
1: Elmer, Elmer Wayne, yeah. Elmer
0: Wayne has gotten a taste for violence.
1: He's, he's gotten a taste for it.
0: Uh, one might call that a bloodlust.
1: <sighs> he, he, he escalated very quickly from, I'm going to sell my friends into child slavery to i'm just gonna murder them myself
0: i feel like that's on that is not that's more like a lateral move it's the escalation from i don't know anything about this to i guess i can sell my friends to hell might as well start killing people (laughs) i'm already i'm already selling them might as well have it on the bun.
1: oh man i'm
0: not just in this for the money (laughs)
1: All right. At, so at one point, 19 year old Billy Riding, Riding, Ridinger. Ridinger?
0: Rodinger? Ridinger? Ridinger. Yeah, how is it spelled?
1: R- R-I-D-I-N-G-E-R. So Ridinger or Ridinger. Uh, what's
0: his first name? Billy. Billy. Billy, Billy R. How about we Billy. just
1: say Billy R? Mm, he's he's not going to be in story too long. Okay. Um, how about which he, he, he was abducted by Dean Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, tortured and then Dean Cole released him. Released him. Yeah. Oh, I, are you surprised now?
0: That's
1: that's shocking. Oh, yeah, he released him. Yep, that that did it. Yeah. D- it said that David Brooks talked him into getting to letting Dean release him.
0: That's weird. I mean that's good. I guess, but that's just, yeah. that's weird.
1: Yeah, he released him. Well, also this kid was only 19 years old. Okay. <coughs> All the other ones have been lower 18 before this.
0: Okay, so mm. he's not only 19, he's already 19. Yeah. So is this kind of the beginning of the cracks? Are there cracks in the foundation?
1: What do you mean by that?
0: Well, I feel like you have someone that was abducted, raped, and then released. It's only a matter of time until the 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 whole act starts to break down.
1: Oh no, oh no! This is nowhere close to the end. Oh, Man, God. No, <laughs> nowhere close to the end at all. We still got another episode after this. Oh God! No way we finish it all. Oh, all, oh. dude, this guy is fucked
0: uh-huh. no way we
1: can fit this guy in two episodes okay not with doing our audience right here justice okay okay i'll do it for y'all <laughs> five stars five stars
0: <laughs> tell the world
1: five stars guys I, I, he does it for us i read it to the most fucked up rapes and murders for y'all <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so okay. Billy Billy R is out.
1: Yes. I think that Dean Cole at some point did not like how David Brooks was becoming. Mm. I think he really, really got fond of Elmer Wayne. Because mm. Elmer Wayne they say was really popular. They say he was very, very popular. So he you could obviously tell by the escalation of how many how many times he's killing kids now. Mm-hmm. Because with Dean Cor- with David Brooks, it was only like every few months he was killing kids. Mm-hmm. Now it's like every other week he's killing kids. Yeah. So uh, I think it was, they said Elba Wayne was pretty, not, you know, he wasn't like the popular kid in school or nothing like that, but he knew kids. Mm-hmm. David Brooks is kind of like just the loner. Like a lot of kids say they didn't like him. You gotta remember what he said in the first episode. Dean Cole, the reason why I was so fond of him was because he was one of the f- only few people that's ever not made fun of my glasses. You know, things like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, D- Derrick Brooks is more of a loner. And I think, honestly, Derrick Brooks was kind of one of those people that actually kind of really liked Dean Cole. Like, I think he, like...
0: Like, liked him? Yeah. Like, had a crush on him?
1: I think that's what it was. Oh, okay. I think he had more of a crush on Dean Cole.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah. That's kind of gross. Yeah. I know. It's creepy. It's creepy. I mean, mm-hmm. again, he's also a little kid as well. I mean, he was... At this point, he might be 17 now. Okay. At this point. Yeah, he's not of age. None of these kids are of age. Okay. So, uh... But, at some point, David Brooks has said, Hey, don't be reading my notes I'm
0: not, I can't read it. Oh, I I you know. It's well. Oh, yeah, I
1: <laughs> But, uh, at some point, David if I'm Brooks... I'm
0: capable of reading that from this angle... I am a genius and I'm guaranteeing oh, you I can't I thought
1: right. you were gonna go with like I'm also capable of being a boy born murderer or something like that. No. Maybe. No was <laughs> no. such, such a with such a face. Okay. So David Brooks has said that uh he at one point he tried he was walking into the house. Uh, apartment of Dean Cole, and he mm-hmm. got knocked out by Emma Wayne, who was hiding behind the door with a plywood board.
0: You got knocked the fuck out.
1: Literally did. <laughs> he said when he came back too, she was tied to Dean Cole's torture board and was getting raped. Then Dean Cole released him and told him, pretty much, "You listen to me. You do what I do. Don't never tell me we like to release a kid again or whatever. You know, stuff like that." Oh. So yeah. So that's so
0: getting
1: really good. <laughs> so Dave Brooks got back in line at that point, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, of sem- summer nineteen seventy-two, that is when Dean Cole moves into his West Scott Towers apartment.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I still don't understand how to to this day this guy was one in so many apartments. He killed so many kids in different apartments.
0: You'd figure so uh, by this point, someone would hear, someone would have said said something. That one dude that was released, you'd figure he'd be like, um, something happened to me, guys. Yeah.
1: Well, supposedly a lot of people in the apartment said that, you know, there was bullet holes in the wall, stuff like that. They said for some reason they just let it bypass.
0: Are these the nice apartment
1: complexes? That oh no, this he's he, this is a shitty this is city neighborhoods in uh, Houston right here. Okay. There's shitty neighborhoods in Houston, uh where literally it's called the Heights, Houston Heights. Mm-hmm. And you it literally is just like this is where the redneck people of Houston okay. live at, pretty much. It's like uh, part of Fear where I got my car <laughs> fixed <Okay>. at that. <laughs> That's what this is like. Um so on July nineteenth, nineteen seventy two, um year old Steven Sickman, another fucked up last name. Why do why does everybody in this in this shitty part of have Houston have a fucked names. up last name? That's
0: where that's where they all got sentenced
1: to. <laughs> you got a fucked up last name. You have to stay in Houston, Texas.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Don't worry, you won't be living there long. <laughs>
0: Your your time will
1: end soon. So he leaves a party at 12 at at midnight. Mm -hmm. Um, gets found by Dan Cole and them.
0: Okay.
1: Um, he is eventually bludgeoned to death. Okay. And he's put in the back uh, in the boat shed. So he now goes back to the boat shed. These last few murders would he would put on in a high lot, he would drop them off and High Island Beach.
0: Okay. And
1: now he goes back to storing people back in the boat shed now. Okay. and budge to Death. First time for that one.
0: Yeah, that's a 1st
1: Mm-hmm. On August 21st, 19-year-old Roy Bunchin is walking to his job at a Houston shoe store. Mm-hmm. Um, gets found by Dean Cole Autumn and uh, gets tortured, you know, raped, all that stuff. Um, his body was not identified till 2011. Okay. Mm-hmm. October second, nineteen seventy-two. Wally J. Simonex. We'll
0: just call him Wally
1: Simonex. I don't know, but uh, he and Richard Hembry were enticed by David Brooks' Corvette. Okay. So they're just hanging out outside, and uh, they see David Brooks' Corvette, and they go, this guy's got a really cool car.
0: Hey, nice Corvette.
1: And you know what David Brooks says? Hey, you want to come by to us, smoke a nice little dude with us, drink some beers, you know, back at my friend Dean's place? And they went, yeah, sure. Um, at Dean's place... At one point, um, Wally J. actually gets away, calls his mom. It said he, that the mom heard him yell mama on the phone before the phone line disconnected. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. So this is the one. Never mind. I said that, that, him, that Emma Wayne... Accidentally shot Billy Bulch uh-huh. in the face. Okay. He actually shot. He accidentally shot himbry uh, in the face. Richard himbry in the okay. face. Okay. Okay. That's the one he actually okay. sh- accidentally shot in the face. So he he still does the hate Johnny line with them, but he uh-huh. accidentally shot which uh, Richard himbry in the face. Okay. Um. So yeah, shoot. He accidentally shoots him in the face. Um. They get strangled. Um, buried. Right above Dean Cole's first murders with David Brooks oh, of Danny Yates and and James Glass. Okay. So at this point he's running out of space now because uh-huh. he's he's murdered the shit to the kids. Yeah. So that's where I got space now. Um Um Dana Richard Kempner, who was nineteen years old, disappeared on his Bis appeared on his way to a phone booth, then he got strangled and buried at highland Peach. Mm-hmm. and then january twentieth nineteen seventy year seventeen year old Joseph Lowes is killed at the apart at his new apartment, which is on went Road in mm-hmm. spring Branch district of Houston
0: okay
1: uh This one is going to be the gruesome one. This one is going to be where we leave off for of this episode. Okay. Okay, cuz then this is when he's going to get it to his final place to stay, which will be his dad's old house mm. right outside of Houston. Okay. And that's when it's going to get really Crazy. fucked up. But um yeah, that's that's next episode. This one might not surprise you, but this next episode is going to surprise you. Because you're going to see what's been going on in the background of all these murders as well.
0: Oh, God. In
1: the next episode. Oh,
0: there's been oh. a background?
1: Oh, he's there's, there's been a background to all of this stuff.
0: <sighs> okay. Oh,
1: these guys, have, this is like a double life they live.
0: Sounds like
1: it. Yeah, it's like a double life every one of them lived. Mm-hmm. Um But yes, in this Joseph Lyle's one, um, get prepared for this one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, he would install glass rods in his penis. He would take glass rods from work because he worked as an electrician, install it inside the kids' penises, and, uh, had pliers and stuff like that he'll use for some people's penis, and, uh, he actually chewed off his penis
0: that is disgusting mm-hmm. but my question is this mm-hmm. if he's chewing he's chewing
1: mm-hmm.
0: how does the glass rod inserted
1: well he did well i don't think he chewed off joseph Lyle's penis I think this one was the one he plied one.
0: You know what? I'm not gonna. I don't want to know.
1: I think he pliered this one.
0: Pl- I like, just know he plied it off. Like, like he ripped pl- it off. Mm-hmm. Yes. How? How does the? I'm sorry. Okay. I. I'm. Uh, how does the rod help with that?
1: I. It's just torture. I think. I don't think he did it. I don't think he was doing it as because, anything. Yeah. I think he just literally was just saying that what he can do to people.
0: Okay,
1: all right. That's all. Ugh, that's all I want to know. I think he just wanted just want to go to to what extremes he can get.
0: Okay. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. 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 That's gross. So
1: this will surprise you.
0: Yeah. Well, honestly, I'm more confused. Yeah. Because I don't. I don't know how the the glass rod comes yeah. it, you know, like, I'm more just like...
1: You're focused on that glass rod.
0: That's all I can think about. That's why? all I can think about.
1: Like, you're just like, why was the glass rod in play in any of this? Oh.
0: Yeah, like chewing, that would get in the way. <laughs> Plying, using pliers, that would that would just be a mess. <laughs> Cause you're probably going to break the glass and, dear God, imagine that. Feeling like something is breaking and ripping your penis from inside out.
1: Mm-mm. Yes.
0: I don't, I don't even have one and I can feel that.
1: I mean, first off, just, you know, just going in the, the uh, head of it, the urethra, I think is what it's called. The, the, that, the hole? Yeah just that alone getting something inserted in that
0: so some people has do to that though
1: hurt. Some I know people do some that. people do it but those people are insane I would never in my lifetime think of even think Have about doing something going that on. that was a torture method back the that's what the chinese would do to the or the japanese do to the chinese some
0: people some people are into that was that.
1: a torture method was Dumb. that you insert something into your urethra of the penis mm. Yeah, so that was a crazy one. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we had to leave out on that one. Yeah,
0: dear God.
1: Yeah, so we had to leave out on that one. we come back next week, we'll get into the background of uh, Dean Coral, and we'll finish. We'll finish it. Finish Dean
0: Coral, yeah. We'll finish Dean (laughs)
1: Coral. Right before we get on our merry way to Florida. All
0: right. Yeah. Florida.
1: So, yeah, um, I guess we did say, sorry for last week, where we uh-huh. missed out on that on doing an episode, um uh,
0: that was my fault, yeah, because, we had because I thought my Rosie was sick, I thought my doggie was sick,
1: yeah, I, well, we didn't think it. our dog was sick, our uh-huh. dog was very sick, uh turns out she had we she had she had what something on her she had like a cyst on her face, so, something like that
0: there was an in, there was something that got infected on her face, yes and to clear her of that mm-hmm. they the vet prescribed antibiotics yes. well the antibiotics that were prescribed to her tastes like shit tastes terrible mm-hmm. and somehow rosie bit into one of the pills mm-hmm. and she associated Good. that flavor with the Oof. taste of Oof. her food
1: yeah so she wouldn't eat her food
0: she wasn't eating her food and mm. Whenever a dog is not eating or d- drinking, that's like a huge sign that something is really, really wrong.
1: Definitely with our dog because our dog will eat almost anything. Anything, anything. <laughs> eat almost anything.
0: Yes, I've seen very weird things literally, in that dog. Literally,
1: mouth. I've never seen our dog ever refuse food. I mean, she's literally trying to eat food after eating after eating her food, yeah. eat my food after eating her food.
0: Yeah. So turn so i had i took had to take her to the vet and they gave her some anti nausea and it was just the whole thing but i was i was genuinely like really scared so mm. even though rosie was really fine she was just not really feeling her food yeah <laughs> um i was really scared so
1: yeah, so I'm I'm I can't lie I'm a we we had to stop the episode last week I I thought about doing a snippet but then I was like would it feel right to do a snippet after such an intense episode like last week mm-hmm. and you know you're expecting that intensity so I was like you know I'm not gonna do a snippet I'm just gonna just let it hang and then you know get our episode in this week and then we'll try to finish up next week mm-hmm. with the uh, end of this crazy series uh-huh. and then uh october will be almost over so then we can get back to less vicious stuff which yeah. i just have some of the fun plans still
0: nice and
1: then i guess it kind of goes pretty well that i didn't do a fun episode before this now because uh-huh. i think after this Definitely for you. You're gonna need some fun. I'm gonna right? need a break. Yeah, you're gonna need some fun after this because this. Yeah. Again, this is so much. Again, this is. I don't know if you feel it, but this is the fuck, fuck, most fucked up thing. It
0: right was here. like we had two in a row of just really messed up stuff.
1: Yeah, and I feel like this one's the most fucked up mm-hmm. of all of it. You know, Randy Woodfield was fucked to the head and crazy shit, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, he at least he didn't fucking like torture. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. They did have torture.
0: Well, you know me. Child stuff with children really bothers me. Mm-hmm. So this um you I'm sure you can understand this is like a
1: mm.
0: real fun thing for me to hear about. Yeah. All these kids getting raped and tortured and murdered. Yeah.
1: So, uh with that said, yeah. So, uh I guess should we get it to like, I guess we are, that was our uh, yeah,
0: that was, uh, that was kind of our shit happened, yeah, that
1: was kind of our shit happened. Mm-hmm. Um, WWE has been kind of not pissing me off. I understand what they did logically, at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if this is gonna work well, I'm
0: sure it'll be fine. I
1: don't know. So, WWE, um, they moved. Um, Shasha Banks to be on SmackDown with Bailey. Okay. Charlotte Flair is on Raw now with oh. Becky Lynch. Okay. So that's gonna be really fun to see that always because there's nobody else in the division for them to wrestle. hmm Um, I mean, they move Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt to different. when I thought they was really making a good little thing, thing on that. SmackDown. Yeah, that, you know. And, uh, Braun Strowman is now SmackDown as well. Oh. So now we gotta go, well, who the fuck does Seth Rollins fucking wrestle? Everybody that he could have wrestled was on fucking SmackDown now. Because mm-hmm. Roman Reigns on SmackDown, mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan's on SmackDown, Kofi Kingston's on SmackDown, mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar's on SmackDown. Yeah. So I'd like, who the fuck does Seth Rollins wrestle? Who the fuck does <laughs> Becky Lynch wrestle Charlotte Flair? and who else? <laughs> I'll fight him. <laughs> You'll fight Becky Lynch or Seth mm-hmm. Rollins. Seth Rollins. Well, in a bedroom scenario, right? No. <laughs> <I'll be laughs> Who my. falls asleep first is what's gonna be that is gonna be that <laughs> matchup, right?
0: It would be me. Oh. I, I
1: fall asleep very easy. Oh. <laughs> that is true. You fall asleep pretty easily. Um. I guess with that said, are you ready to get out here? Um.
0: I think, I think I am.
1: All right. Well, with that said, I guess we'll be seeing you next week.
0: Yep. We will see you next week.
1: With some nice try hairline?
0: Nice try hairline. <laughs> Bow to your emperor gold dust.
1: See you.